0: This is the Awakened Pregnancy Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Cattle, intuitive life coach, mama, and multiple hat wearer. I've learned firsthand that pregnancy is our invitation to awaken the divine that is already within. In this podcast, I'll show you how you can invite self-love, acceptance, connection, and intuition into your day so you too can have an incredible journey into mamahood. Keep listening for today's episode. Hello and welcome to the Awaken Pregnancy Podcast. It is so wonderful to have you here today. I hope that however you are landing here, it feels like a big warm hug to hear my voice and to be tuning into this episode. So, today I really wanted to have this conversation about what do we do when it all just feels like too much? Because I know personally over the last 18 months or so, There have been many moments where it's all just felt like way too much. There is a collective density and heaviness that is out there in the air right now in the world, and it can be quite consuming. I know this because I have experienced it, and I know it's relevant because I've been having these conversations often. While there is an undercurrent of shift, there is change, things are moving, there is also the energy of density out there. And I want to talk today about what you can do if you are feeling it, because we are all going to feel it at different times. It's going to come, it's going to go. And whether it is based on the current situation in the world or whether it is something completely different, heaviness and density he- heaviness and density that doesn't belong to us personally is is not going to serve us <laughs> to hold on to. So I'm going to talk you through this a little bit today and what you can do if you're experiencing it, how you can move through it and how to understand what it is here to potentially teach you. So before I carry on with sharing a little bit more on today's episode, I want to apologize for my voice. It is a wild and windy day here on the Gold Coast where I live. And this morning I went out for a walk, which was wonderful. It was beautiful to to get outside. The sun is so lovely and warm. However, the wind has really irritated my sinuses. <laughs> I don't actually usually get hay fever, and I don't know that it is hay fever or if it's just like an irritation from the wind, but I am somewhat nasally today, and it is just how I'm showing up today. So either you're here for it or you're not. <laughs> so just, yeah, if you're listening and you're thinking, oh wow, Kate sounds weird today, that's why. So I want to dive in a little bit more on this topic because I'm really excited to share this with you because it is really proactive. What I want to share with you today is really proactive. So if you are feeling stuck and you are feeling this heaviness, or if you have felt it at times, particularly over the last month or so, then this is going to be really supportive. It's a great little tool to have in your kit. So when it comes to energy and when it comes to emotion, which is Emotion is essentially energy in motion, right? We're talking about the same thing here. There are two different forces at play that we are experiencing right now. So there is our internal energy, our internal emotion, and there is also the collective's energy and the collective emotion. So what I want to talk about today is clearing out any heaviness or density that belongs to the collective, right? Because what can happen is when we are experiencing heaviness in the world or some with somebody else, this could just, when I say the collective, this could mean collectively, like when you head out to the supermarket, for example, you just feel the energy, or it could mean when you're having a conversation with someone and you tap into their energy, right? So there's your own personal energy. And then there is that of others. Yeah. So what I'm talking about today is understanding what belongs to you and what belongs to someone else. Some of us will have a background of emotion that plays out within us and for others, our natural state will actually be calm. But one thing is for sure that we are all feeling and holding energy that doesn't belong to us right now, unless we are actively working to clear it. So the reason why this is important is we can feel overwhelmed, right? I mean, hands up. I know I can't hear you, but like, I mean, see you, (laughs) I know I can't see you or hear you, but who has experienced this feeling of overwhelm? Like I know that there are so many of you who are listening and nodding your head right now. It's really, it's, it's really prevalent, this feeling of overwhelm. And a big part of this is because we are holding on to energy and emotion that is not ours. That's why it feels overwhelming. We have the ability and the capacity to process and move through our own energy and emotion. But when we are constantly receiving from the collective as well, it's like we can get a backlog and we can become overwhelmed because we can't process at the rate that we need to in order to keep up. And so we need to look at other ways that we can clear the energy and move through what doesn't belong to us so it doesn't create more heaviness and density in our bodies and hold us back because it does not belong to us. It is not ours. So it's incredibly important that we allow ourselves to find alignment again through being energetically responsible. This is something I'm really passionate about. We need to be responsible for our own energy. What is yours and what is the collective's slash someone else's, you need to be clear and understanding of what that is. We can't know when we are trapped in um, you know, social media or other people's energies as a distraction. Like we can't know that it's someone else's when we're in that realm. If we're showing up in social media and we're constantly around other people and we're constantly distracted by other things outside of us, we can't see with clarity that it's not actually ours right? We need to take a step back and clear out our energetic field to be able to decipher what belongs to us and what belongs to someone else. So an example of this is like, say you wake up in the morning and you're just feeling overwhelmed and you can't quite put your finger on why, right? You just can't put your finger on why. And then you check in with yourself and you're like, "Hmm, okay, like there's a couple of things being revealed here that I feel I need to do for myself, but it doesn't feel like that is the, the source of this overwhelm. It doesn't feel proportionate it's likely because you are holding collective density in your body, in your energetic field, and it needs to be released. So like I said before, we need to be clearing this out daily. And I don't want you to think, oh my gosh, another thing I have to do every day. This is a really beautiful, simple, life-giving practice that you can do daily as a gift to yourself and a gift to everything that you do in your life. It is a beautiful practice. However, if you are currently feeling particularly overwhelmed, if you haven't been on uh, you know, some type of energy maintenance schedule, let's call it, you may find that you need to go bigger right now. Which isn't a bad thing. You know, I, I think that going bigger and having A bigger space to clear out your energy once a week is really, really powerful. And I know when I consistently stick with that, I feel amazing. So this is a beautiful gift to yourself. I want you to shift your mindset if you're thinking, oh, just another thing I have to do. I want you to shift your mindset around this because this is actually something that is going to expand your life and it is going to give you so much back. So, like I said, we need to clear out our energy daily. We need to be thinking about ways that we can do this because the long-term impact of holding energy that isn't yours. So this can be, uh, like I said, emotion. This can be stories. This can be programming. This can be belief systems. This can be fear. The long-term impact of holding these things that don't belong to us is chronic stress. It is the manifestation of disease, illness, and pain in the body. If you haven't seen the documentary "Emotion," I highly recommend watching that. Um, it can also impact, uh, like how we're feeling mentally. Like it can create a sense of uh, mental pressure. It can disconnect us from our true essence. In fact, it does disconnect us from our true essence. We can feel lost and rudderless and confused. Uh, it also. In time, affects relationships, career, uh, and and all choices that we make. Our relationship with ourselves, it really does have a massive impact. And so, if we can look at this as okay, if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I need to be aware that there are two. There are very likely two sets of energies at play within me. One being mine, one being the collective's. If I want to get clear on what I personally need to work on and what I personally need to move through. At the very least, I need to remove what is not mine because without removing that, the clarity can't come because we're blocked, we're clouded, we're unable to see because we are covered with our our truth is covered with something that does not belong to us. So like I said, I'm going to walk you through how you can clear your energy and allow yourself to come back to you. This is my personal process and I'm really excited to share it with you because it is so supportive. Um, Now, before I tell you about that, I want to offer a really big congratulations to you if you are newly pregnant. It is such a beautiful time in your life and I am celebrating you big time right now. If you are celebrating your news, I am so, so happy for you. But what I also know to be true is even though you're celebrating, and even though this feels like and is such a beautiful and sacred time in your life, it can also be a time that is filled with so many unique experiences that really are specific to our first trimester. And so you could be experiencing. All of the emotions at the same time, every single emotion on the spectrum at the same time, or you could be, of course, experiencing the typical symptoms such as uh, nausea and fatigue that can really come with that first trimester, uh, speaking in a physical sense. But there's also a lot of adjustment that is happening on a deeper level. And I mean that in the sense of you're now holding space for another human 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and energetically that is offering a massive shift to you. And there is a lot that comes with that. So what I want to do is invite you to grab yourself a free copy of the first trimester survival guide. This is something that I have created to support you at this time. It is really quick. You can grab it via the show notes for this episode. Inside, you will find your first trimester checklist from what appointments to book to what snacks to purchase. This list has you covered so that you don't need to waste any brain power, thinking about what you need to do. It is comprehensive, but not essential so that you can see all of the options and then choose what you need most. It also has your daily guide to self-support in the first trimester. What you're probably noticing right now is that self-care looks really different when you're pregnant, especially in the first trimester. This is a simple and spacious self-care guide to help you nurture yourself at this time. And the final thing inside this beautiful little guide is five, I've, wonderful mindset shifts to support you even on your most challenging days to find alignment and peace. I know that if my mind is going to negative spaces and I perpetuate that, it creates more challenges and more issues for me. And so these mindset shifts are a really quick and simple way to change your focus and support yourself more deeply with some of the most common and challenging mindsets that come up during the first trimester. So like I said, the first trimester Survival Guide is completely free. It is my gift to you and you can download it via the show notes for this episode. Okay. Now back to my personal process for clearing energy and moving through density. So this needs to be something that we do on a daily basis on a smaller scale, but every now and then, like I said, I want to encourage you to take this invitation to do it in a larger capacity. And if you can do it weekly, I promise you will thank yourself for it. Like go all in. So the first part of this process is to number one, carve out space for a daily routine and for a longer practice as well. So this needs to be something that you you intentionally create. If you say to yourself, I'll just do that when I have time, or if there's space at the end of the day, or if there's space later, I will do that. I promise you, you won't. It's just not the way that we work as human beings. You need to make this a priority by making space in your schedule for it. So ask yourself, is it going to be first thing in the morning? Is it going to be every Tuesday when you don't have your child? Or is it going to be on the weekend when you can get some time away from your work? Like Whatever that looks like for you is perfectly okay, but look at it now with clarity and with purpose and intention to make this a priority and make the space. Okay, step number two is to choose a stillness practice, a time frame for that practice, and disconnect. So, what I mean by this is you need a practice that you can come to that creates stillness for you, where the distractions from outside of you are gone, where you can just come into you. And so, this could be something like meditation slow mindful walking i wouldn't say like a brisk walk like really mindful walking with no distractions um it could be breath work it really could be anything as long as it is creating stillness and is slowing down your pace, right? It really needs to slow down that energy because so many of us are living so fast paced that we can't connect deeply because we are constantly in this energy. So it needs to be something that allows you to create stillness, right? Ask yourself, what helps me create stillness within? Set a time frame, as I said, and then disconnect. So at least 20 minutes for your bigger practice days is gonna serve you. And I know that seems big, but you can do it, I promise. And then on your day-to-day schedule, looking at more like five to 10 minutes, absolute minimum. So creating your stillness and setting your time frame and disconnecting. So the idea here is to allow anything that isn't yours to dissipate, to be swallowed up and transmuted by mama earth, feed it back into her. She will turn it into something new and it's really about allowing yourself to let go. So the mantra that I like to use when I'm sitting in this stillness is I return the energies I have been holding that are not mine back to mama earth. And then I visualize, so that's the mantra. So that's on repeat in my mind. And then I visualize all the energy that doesn't belong to me, the density, the like erraticness, the fear, all of it pouring out through my fingertips and through my feet down into the earth. Now, it's really important also when you're in your stillness practice that you are disconnected. And what I mean by this is you are away from technology. If you have Wi-Fi at home, which you probably do. We all do. I don't know why I said if. (laughs) Turn off your Wi-Fi if you're at home when you're doing this practice or be somewhere where you're disconnected from that. Don't have your phone. Don't have other people interrupting you. Be away from technology so that you can just be in your own aura. And this isn't something that we often allow ourselves the gift of right? It is not. So we need to intentionally create this space so that we can sink back into our own energy. And I know for me, I can create this at home, but I prefer to do it in nature away from everything else, which of course in a daily practice isn't always possible, right? In a bigger practice, get yourself outside into nature. On the daily practice, just make sure that you can be uninterrupted. Your phone's on flight mode. You are on your own. You're in a space that is yours. It's really important for us to have these opportunities to be in only our own energy so that we can connect to ourselves. There is so much noise and so much interference out in the world that it's such a gift for us to be in that space. Right? Okay, and so step number three is self reflection. So after I complete this practice, I sit with myself for contemplation and I ask myself the question how do I feel right now? I sit and I notice what my body communicates to me and I receive that message. It's in this space of clarity that I also ask myself if there is anything that needs to be revealed to me in that moment. So without creating space for information to flow to us, it's incredibly difficult to receive deep insight. So be open to receiving the information in the way that your body wants to send it to you because your mind won't send it to you. Your body will right? Your mind is the thinking, it's the conscious. The body is the subconscious. It is our truth. It is our connection to our deeper soul self. So it might be a feeling in your gut. It could be a sensation felt through your body. It could be a wisdom from a higher power that comes in. Be open to receiving it. I also like to ask myself if there is anything that I am still holding that wishes to be released. So this self-reflection helps me to look at what I'm grasping to that might be inhibiting me connecting to my true essence. A great tool for self-reflection is journaling. So I find that I can sit and receive some information, but the power for me really comes when I am in my journal after a practice like this. When I am in there and I'm posing these questions there, I find that the free writing really reveals a lot to me. So the more that we consume and show up engage in the collective energy, the more that we need to do this work, right? You can see how when we are constantly just building on the density that we're feeling, the heaviness we're feeling, it just accumulates, right? We accumulate it in our body. And so this is an opportunity to let it go and really connect to what it is that our body is communicating to us and not be misguided by energies that are not ours that are sitting within our orbit right? It's to allowing ourselves to be in this practice that we remain connected to our truth or that we can reestablish or establish for the first time a connection to our truth. So I suggest sitting and doing this uh, as a longer form practice as often as you need it. And then, like I said, setting up something daily as like a, you know, like a daily maintenance type of thing to support yourself in those spaces. The key here is that we often, are coming out of alignment and we will continue to, and that's okay. I don't want you to be surprised by that or beat yourself up for that. We just need to have a plan in place so that when that happens, we know exactly what our next step is. It's when we perpetuate that misalignment by continuing to feed it, that we create issues for ourselves. It's when we have a practice to support ourselves that we actually get to shift it. So something that Gabby Bernstein says, I mean, I first heard her say this so long ago, and I'm certain she still says it. It's not how many times we fall off, so to speak, and I'm quoting this verbatim, but rather how quickly you come back. It is all about the comeback rate. It does not matter that you come out of alignment. It matters how long you stay there and how quickly you become aware of it. So this practice here is to support you to not stay down. Don't stay in those places. Be proactive in transmuting what is not yours, releasing what is not yours and turning it into an opportunity to really deeply connect with your truth. I can tell you now, if you show up for this practice for a couple of weeks, you will witness a change in how you feel. So I hope that this has been supportive for you and you have received something from this episode that you can take away to implement into your life. If you are loving the podcast, I would be deeply grateful for you to leave me a five star review on Apple podcasts. We have so many committed listeners that show up every single week. I love you. I adore you. And I want to hear what you think of the podcast. So if you have the space, please take a moment to write a review and I just want to wrap up by saying and reminding you that you are not stuck. We tell ourselves we are stuck because of the density that we feel and the energetic space that we are in, not because we are actually stuck. We can move, we can shift, we can change energy, and it can happen so quickly Time is irrelevant when it comes to energy. Things can shift and move in a matter of moments that previously it just made no sense in how that could occur. So I want you to remember the essence of who you are and the ability that you have deep inside of you to come back to your alignment in any given moment. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. It is such a pleasure sharing with you every week. I will see you again very soon. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Awaken Pregnancy Podcast. For more, go to katecattle.com. If you loved the show, make sure you hit subscribe. And if you are more of a candid girl and like to see what's going on behind the scenes and what I really like, come and check me out on Instagram, kate underscore cattle. I'll see you soon.